Well, hello there. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our Welcome channel. Welcome back to our YouTube channel, but it's not YouTube. Why are we whispering? I don't know. This is annoying. I know. Okay, stop. I thought I was trying to sound seductive at first, but then it sounded a bit weird. I was like, so well, hello there. <laughs> well, Hi. hello there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Love Has No Limits. Sorry, Hi. we're in a really hyper mood today. Yeah, we're in an odd mood. This is going to be a weird podcast. I have a feeling. Well, Do you think they're this, all weird? <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, how is that? How does that differ from any of our other podcasts? <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? It's your host Sam and Monica here um, to tell you guys a little bit about us. My name is Sam. My name is obviously Monica. Is it? I thought your name was Sam. <laughs> I thought this was a Sam and Sam show. Okay. Um, and I live in Cheshire in England. I live in New York. So we're about three and a half thousand miles away from each other. We've been dating for about five years, engaged for almost a year now. We're getting married next year. And that is basically us. Yeah, that's us summed up. That was pretty pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we like to consider ourselves kind of a relationship expert couple. Just because we've been in a relationship for so long and we really have like gotten... For our age, anyway. Yeah, for our age, I feel like we've, we're so good at communicating. We know how to fix problems fast. We, you know, we know how to give each other space and all that stuff. I really feel like we've. I genuinely got it think down. we have the healthiest relationship of, of everyone I've. Apart I know. from my grandparents, of anyone oh, we know. Oh my god! My yes. gra- my grandparents have the cutest relation, most adorable relationship <laughs> ever. Like they're they're both in their late eighties. Okay. And uh, Nanny and Grandpa, by the way, if you're listening to this, I hello. I love you guys. But uh, literally, guys, like every single time they walk anywhere, they still hold hands. I think like, we've talked about this in a past vlog. I think we, we I think we have talked about it in, in a video on no, our I mean, YouTube channel. No, I on the podcast as well. Oh, you said in a vlog. I know. I, was, I haven't <laughs> used the podcast. Before. I don't I'm think we sure. have talked about them. I'm pretty sure we have a few have podcasts. We? I know we've talked about them on our YouTube channel, Sam and Monica, so plug. check that out. Yeah, of course. You've got to plug a YouTube channel. No, his you? grandparents, honestly, though, are the sweetest couple in the entire world like before uh, before this whole pandemic we took them out for lunch uh at a local restaurants and they were like holding hands under the table and like they hold hands everywhere my grandpa still kind of opens a door for her in the car He's and you know he pulls out the chair for her at restaurants and stuff and it's just true love never dies goals. like that does they it? literally are goals yeah but unfortunately there are so many couples and relationships out there where it's just not healthy you, you know when you like when you watch like a show like jersey shore when like ron and sam were dating for everyone who's american if you've seen that show but, like, i've seen you, that show and i'm not american yeah. well i guess because i'm dating an yeah, american yeah i talk about it all the time <laughs> but like when you when you look at couples like that like i feel like people have really good intuition sometimes and you could just tell that relationship is not going to last and we were all correct it did not last they're not together no <laughs> but yeah there's just, just like so many relationships that don't do well and you can kind of tell when a relationship isn't set up to succeed yeah there's there's a, there's always a few signs about whether a relationship is going to succeed through the first kind of few years or so isn't yeah. there um so with that in mind we have kind of picked each other's brains and gone through and basically created a list of of like the top five or six reasons why some relationships are doomed to fail yeah so we're going to gonna talk about some of the signs that you should look out for when it comes to either your relationship maybe your sister your brother or anybody friend and just the signs that like okay, maybe this isn't going to work out. Just so you're always prepared. Obviously, these aren't all correct. Like, if we say something that's something similar to you and your boyfriend or girlfriend, don't think your relationship's not going to last. These are just, like, a few pointers that we've realized. No, your relationship like, is absolutely doomed to <laughs> don't fail. Don't to him, please. Okay. No, if, no, if you... So don't, don't take them too personally, but, like, 
these are just some of the signs that we've noticed with friends and family and all that kind of stuff where we just, you know, the relationship doesn't end up lasting because a lot of these traits. Yeah, and these points are in no order of preference. But anyway, let's stop talking about the points and actually discuss <laughs> the, the points. points themselves. <laughs> so number one is... Uh, Listen, guys, like, a lot of these points are going to be very, very... I'm doing it again, aren't I? I'm talking about the points without actually discussing (laughs) the points. But a lot of these points are going to sound very obvious to you, but when you're actually in that situation... And I have been in that situation before. I've had relationships before Monica. You know, Monica is actually in a very, very fortunate, lucky position in that I am your first real relationship, aren't I? Yeah, I've had the stupid, like, middle school relationships. I had, like, a college fling type thing, but it was never, like, a serious, serious Oh, no, but sometimes, you know, like, some people meet in middle school and they get married and live their whole lives together. So So you can't say that they're stupid, but, like... No, 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 the ones I was in, I mean. It's, like, literally, like, Okay, like, you were just in McKitty non-serious Yeah, it's, like, oh, you're my boyfriend, like, in the classroom, and then it's, like, nothing. Like, it's not, like, it was never anything, like, serious. Yeah, so just bear that in mind that, you know, the points may sound very obvious, but when you're actually in this situation um they may not present themselves to yeah. you clearly. you'll be blindsided sometimes yeah so number one is how much do you actually enjoy spending time with your partner you know if you don't actually fully enjoy and fully really look forward to spending time with your partner then why are you together you know like every time i fly over to visit monica i just I get nervous. I get excited. super excited. Yeah. yeah, and we've been dating five years. Like, exactly. I know everything about you. I've literally, met you a million times. Literally, it's even just... think about, like, in the morning when I wake up and you literally run up the stairs because you're always downstairs. I get and so you excited. you run upstairs. You're like, oh, my gosh, good morning. You get all excited. But unfortunately, if you don't feel, like, super happy when your partner's around or you prefer to do things without them all the time, and That's I'm not, not a good sign. and we're not saying like every single time you you see your partner, if you see them every day, it's, it's not like oh my gosh, like this yeah. is the best day of my life. Like it doesn't need to be like that, but you need to thoroughly enjoy actually, yourself. yeah, genuinely enjoy seeing and being with your partner. Yeah, Don't like you? if you're going to a party or something, and it's with a bunch of friends or something, and then they're like, bring your bring your boyfriend or whatever, bring your girlfriend, and you just get in a bad mood because you can't want them there and like stuff like that. That's not a good sign. Like you're gonna want to spend time with them. Yeah. Definitely. So that's the I mean, there's certain point. situations where you don't want it. Like, you know, yeah. like if I was having like a video game night with, with a yeah. couple of my friends and you were like, oh, can I join? No, but no, you I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, just like every now and then, if, you know, if you don't want your partner to always be there and it's just little things like that. Yeah. Number two is family and friends generally have got a very good gut instincts about the people you're dating especially moms especially moms yeah yes i can't tell you the amount of times i've had a friend where like my mom is like i don't know about her like my dad even my dad as well like just saying like i'm not sure too sure about like her are you sure you like she's a good friend and then they always turn out not to be like they have that instinct but i feel like with friends as well like when you're if your friend starts dating somebody and then you're always just like are you sure like he's a player or whatever and you come up with stuff like that but like you have a gut feeling it usually turns out to be right. I don't yeah, know about you, I mean, but... sometimes they're wrong. Like, yeah. some, like, you know, like when we first started dating, a couple of your friends didn't really approve of me. I think that was more about the distance rather than like my personality yeah. and stuff. But, and, and like my dad was a little bit kind of nervous about the yeah. relationship. And he was saying to me, you know, he was a bit negative and saying like, you know, is it really kind of worth traveling three and a half thousand miles a few times a year and stuff like that. But, you know, that wasn't anything to do with our personalities. That was just to do with the actual distance itself of our relationship. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, if multiple people are approaching you, if multiple friends and family members are approaching you saying, are you sure this is the right relationship for you? And, you know, are you sure this is the right guy or girl for you or whatever? Just really have a good think about it because generally they've got good yeah. guy instincts because they can look outside the box. They're not kind of in this relationship like you are. They can, yeah. they can have an outsider's you, perspective. You get blindsided by the love sometimes and that's okay. Like everybody does, but you need to just, you know, take their feelings into account, listen to what they're saying. You don't have to listen, but it's important to make sure that they know that they're they're heard yeah number three is talking friends and family if you don't get on with his friends and family especially if he's a very or family oriented person i'm just assuming this is a guy by the way like it could be a girl could be whatever um but uh you know if you don't get on well with his friends and family and and he's a pretty family oriented person then you know it's uh, it's it's, it's a red not, flag. Yeah, it's not the most ideal situation. You don't want to have a stressful relationship due to other friends and family, do you? Yeah. I mean, you know, granted, like, you didn't like a couple of my friends when, when we first started yeah. dating because, you know, before I started dating you, I was a bit of, like, you know, being completely transparent. Like, I was a bit of a ladies' man. Like, a I liked, No. Like, I, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I liked talking to girls and, like, I, I was a flirty guy and stuff like that. And my friends were obviously, you know, you're the average of five people you hang out with. So my friends were obviously the same kind of people. Um, so when I... I, you actually changed me so much in the past like five years, haven't you? Yeah, you changed me as well. But obviously my friends haven't been in a long-term committed relationship, so a lot of them haven't really changed and you yeah. weren't too keen on a few of those friends at the start of a relationship yeah, particularly, were there's you? There's still some people in your life that I'm not, you know, too keen on, but that's okay. Like, you don't have to get along with every single friend. But if it's a majority of people, if you, if you dread seeing the in-laws or if you dread seeing his friends and stuff like that, then it's just, is the relationship and all the stress really going to be worth it in the yeah, long run? I don't know about you, but like, I am literally the most family-oriented person I know. Yeah. So I can't even... Well, you do Im- know like, about me. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine, like, if my parents didn't approve of you when we met, like... I don't even know if we would even be together. Oh, they hated so... me. No. They hated stop me. Stop that. Yeah, People are going to think that you're serious. Your dad met me with a golf club in his hand ready to swing Guys, it. this is sarcasm. Please note that he's best <laughs> friends with my mom and dad. No, but like if they didn't approve of you, I don't even know if I would have stayed with you just because it's so important to me that they, you know, like who I'm dating. But thankfully, they besties. So we're all good there. But that can be a deal breaker sometimes because you want to get along with their family and you want their family to like you because that's who you're going to be spending the rest of your life with. Yeah, definitely. So moving on to number four is common interests. A lot of relationships we've seen are built on one kind of main common interest. So, for example, school or like, I don't know, a sport you both enjoy doing or, or, you know, you both have the same career or whatever it is. But if that interest gets taken away, then what do you have to talk about? Yeah. So if you have a lot of common interests, that really helps to build a strong relationship. And we're not saying like you need to like all of the same stuff. You need to listen to the same music. You need to like the same shows. You need to like all that kind of stuff. But you want to have a lot of common interests. So you have stuff to discuss. You have stuff to like watch together or get excited over, do things together hobby wise. But you don't have to have everything the same. But yeah, it but is like, important. We, you know, like take us, for example, we enjoy the same type of food. It's like obviously you're quite a lot more picky than I am yeah. like I'm I'm a lot more open to trying new foods than you are yeah but generally like we both like the same types of foods we like the same activities we've got the same kind of hobbies you know we're both interested in the same kind of things yeah. in general aren't we and that's for multiple like we like the same music we like the same type of films like loads of different things like that obviously there's quite a few things that we're different on yeah you know like I like playing a lot of video games and you're and you're not really keen on that 
you know, generally I'm a bit more active and I like exploring kind of the outdoors and stuff. And I like just laying in bed watching movies. Yeah, (laughs) I'm more of a country bumpkin. You're more of a city girl, like stuff like that. Like we've got we've got differences, but we've got a lot of similarities as well. Yeah, so that's okay. You don't want to have everything the same. I feel like because then you're literally the same person, and opposites really do attract. But you want to have the majority of your interests the same. You want to enjoy the same kind of stuff together definitely and talking of the same interests and, and stuff like that that brings us on to point number five which is one of the most important which is definitely one of the most important yeah and that is about your life goals and kind of your future and stuff like that say for example you are a super career-driven really ambitious person if you're dating someone that's just kind of a bit of a couch potato they don't really have much ambition you know they're not really kind of interested in making anything themselves the relationship may work for a while but eventually you're going to get stressed and you're not going to, you know, you need to motivate each other for a common goal in a relationship, don't you? And another really big thing, which would have affected us completely at the beginning is, you know, in the future, I see myself having kids. I cannot wait to be a mom one day and I'm having really bad baby fever, but that's another, (laughs) a whole nother story. Yeah. We just hung out with one of my friends and he's got a 13 month old baby called Carter. And Monica um, is obsessed. But what was I saying? So, like, with, with the kids, if Sam told me, like, oh, for the future, like, no, I definitely don't see myself having kids. I don't want kids. I'm 100% certain I'm never going to have kids. That would have 100% been a deal breaker. And I knew the relationship wouldn't last because we want something completely different in life. Definitely. And I mean, we do want something different to a certain extent. I yeah. mean, you literally want as many kids as you can get your hands yeah. on. I want, I mean, you know, up until the point at which I started dating you, I wanted one kid. Yeah. I wanted an only child. I've stretched that to two now, but you still want four. So we're going to have to meet at I two. I always said, like, I wanted a minimum. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I want a minimum of four. You know, like, I just love kids. Yeah, but Sam, that's so I said definitely to Sam, not happening. Which what we've been talking about is he wants two, I want four. So I said, well, just meet in the middle and we'll have four because I feel like that's so fair, no? <laughs> Anyways, you see what I'm saying about like ambition for the future and stuff? I don't think this is going to work out. Oh, it? gosh. No, but seriously, though, like that is topics that you need to talk to each other. Or if they don't ever want to get married, but you do and stuff like that. It's very, very important. So try to talk about your goals. I know it's awkward in the beginning of a relationship. You don't really want to talk about it, but it is Well, you've got to naturally let the relationship it. progress to it. Like yeah. our type of relationship, we had to move a bit quicker because, I mean, being in a long distance relationship, at the end of the day, to be completely transparent. They're expensive. Yeah. You're spending a lot of money visiting each other and staying in hotels and, you know, going out for food and all that kind of stuff, whatever. Um, But so, you know, in our type of relationship, we have to move a lot quicker and kind of get serious a lot quicker. But, you know, if you're not living too far away and you don't need to see your partner that often and, you know, you don't need to book a hotel every time you go to visit them and stuff like that, then you can move a bit slower and let the conversations kind of naturally progress to more serious stuff. Yeah. But um, it is important to talk about it. But as an overview of that point, like you do need to kind of you need to have shared kind of interests in the future and kind of shared ambitions for the future, because, you know, if you're not going to motivate each other and stuff like that, if if one of you is super ambitious and the other isn't, then it's not going to work out in the future, is it really? Exactly. And I actually know somebody really quick. I know somebody who was married to a guy and they never had the conversation about kids. And she ended up having a divorce because she wanted a child so bad. And he said no, and they never had that conversation. So, you know, they went all these years together getting married and then they had to get a divorce because their future goals were just so different from one another. So that's why it really is important to talk about it. Definitely. And number six is the last point on the list, and yes. that is about arguing. Now, every relationship argues, just to put yeah. that out there. 
if, every if, single if one. you aren't in a relationship and if, if you're in a relationship and you and you don't have bickers or you know you you, you don't kind of uh, disagree, have disagreements you don't argue every now and then then it's uh, kind of a bit too perfect wouldn't you say but I don't I don't think I've ever heard of a relationship where they haven't had a single bicker or anything. Like no. this doesn't exist. It's just a completely normal thing and that's fine. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. But the main point, and we have said this in pretty much every other podcast <laughs> yeah. and vlog we've ever done on our YouTube <laughs> yeah. channel. But the main thing is you need to resolve those arguments. Now, if you're arguing a lot and you're both too stubborn to apologize and you just kind of let the arguments just kind of you know, whisper away and you don't resolve them, like we've said before, the tension is going to build up and build up and build up and eventually one of you is going to explode or implode and the relationship is going to cease to exist. Yeah, but like Sam was just saying, if you are arguing like every single day, that is not a good sign. It's obviously okay to have arguments every now and then. That's a normal thing. And it's absolutely fine to have disagreements, but if you're just, if you're finding any way to annoy each other, maybe if it's getting, if if, maybe if you want attention from your partner or whatever it is, then it's just, that's not a sign of a healthy relationship. Yeah, and it's not going to work. You don't want to be in a relationship where you're always angry or always sad or always mad. Like you want to, majority of the time be happy and that's what being in a relationship is all about so definitely definitely he did a little smile when i said that he liked that one (laughs) i mean you made me happy so that's why so as a quick overview of the six points number one is being around each other has to be enjoyable you have you have to look forward to seeing your partner you know if you don't then why you're in a relationship that's the whole point of a relationship to kind of have fun be in love Number two is if your friends and family have a bad feeling about your partner, then really, yeah, listen to their gut instinct, listen to your own gut instinct and have a good think about it. Number three is talking to friends and family. If you don't go on well with their friends and family, you know, this isn't the most important point on the list, but you should take it into consideration because it could mean a very stressful relationship. Number four is if you don't share many interests, then eventually you may run out of things to talk about as those kind of current common interests cease to exist. What are you going to talk about? What are you going to discuss? What are you going to have fun over? Stuff like that. Number five is your future goals have to align to to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, like you can have different future goals and stuff, but the big things matter. Yeah. And number six is if you argue a lot and don't resolve your issues, then that's a bad sign. Yeah. But like we said, if you have a lot of these issues going on, it doesn't mean your relationship is not going to last. It's just that's a pattern that we've seen with friends and family and such. So just to take into consideration those points. And we really do hope that if you're in a relationship right now, that it's happy and healthy. And, you know, if you guys need any more advice on how to handle something in your relationship, please feel free to reach us out. You can send us an email at lovehasnolimitspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you and your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever want to come on the show and talk about whatever then send us an email. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, guys, we hope this was somewhat insightful and helpful. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Yes, and we will see you. And don't forget... Love has no limits. Love has no limits. (laughs) You put on the podcast voice again. (laughs) Duh. See you in the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye.